0: The SenseMaker. Hello, I'm Tomini, and this is The SenseMaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, take a look at the episode description. Today, what's causing the chaos at Britain's airports and how long will it last? Michael O'Leary is not one to mince his words. As hundreds of flights were cancelled across the UK over the recent bank holiday weekend, the Ryanair boss made a bold demand. Bringing in the army, which they do at many other European airports, would, at a stroke, relieve the pressure on airport security and would mean that people have a much better experience, not just this weekend, but for the next... uh, Each weekend over the next uh, three, four months. Over 500 flights in and out of the UK were cancelled over the four-day bank holiday weekend, including services run by EasyJet, British Airways and Wizz Air. EasyJet axed 80 flights on the Sunday alone, leaving passengers stranded across Europe and the UK. Airports were in disarray and to some desperate travellers, bringing in the army might have sounded like an appealing solution. Here are some frustrated travellers speaking to Sky News. I'm incredibly disappointed that you know I've, I've been put in a position where my, my partner is going to miss his mum's 70th birthday. I'm really annoyed about the flight cancellation because it's in the last minute and they didn't tell us anything and we have to stay here another day. 20 hours delay on the way to London and now the flight back is cancelled, so it's a bit, a bit annoying. You might feel like you've heard this story before, Airports also saw dozens of cancellations, queues and long delays over Easter. So what's causing the chaos in Britain's airports? It might not surprise you to hear that no one can really agree. The boss of Ryanair, Michael O'Leary, said that pre-Brexit, you would have had lots of Eastern Europeans doing baggage handling, the check-in jobs, the airport security jobs. A lot of those jobs are now the ones that they cannot fill. They all went home during Covid. He said there's a real tightness in the labour market, which is an absolutely direct result of Brexit. Michael O'Leary isn't the only person to blame Brexit. London Mayor Sadiq Khan called on the government to relax immigration rules to allow European airport and airline staff to come back to the UK. The Department for Transport rejected that suggestion, saying the issue lies with the aviation industry, which wasn't prepared for the holiday period. Britain's Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps, has told airlines to stop selling tickets for flights that they cannot staff after a series of flight cancellations left tourists struggling to get away on holiday. UK airlines cut 30,000 jobs as a result of COVID while airports and other aviation support companies laid off a further 66,000 people. Since travel restrictions were lifted in March, the industry just hasn't hired back the staff it needs to cope with the renewed demand. Take the example of British Airways. They lost 10,000 staff during the pandemic, but have only hired back about a fifth of those people. That's partly because it takes a long time to hire in the aviation industry as Hugh Merriman, chair of the Transport Select Committee, explained to the BBC's Today programme. It can take three months to get staff recruited and through the vetting process, and actually that's taking longer than pre-pandemic in some stages. Uh, And so as a result, you've got the perfect storm where you haven't got enough staff in a job market where people are already worried about the future of aviation because they've lost jobs and it's been start-stop. Michael O'Leary's airline, Ryanair, didn't cancel any flights over the bank holiday. He says this is down to forward planning. His company started rehiring in November, so it isn't currently short-staffed. But Hugh Merriman says it isn't all the fault of the airlines. Yes, I think there's been a failure to understand that you can't just flick a switch and expect the aviation industry to restart. There's a requirement for them to operate 70% of their slots, otherwise uh, they could lose them. So effectively the government and parliament have have told them to, to restart at those levels. Airlines have targets on the number of flights they have to operate, which can lead to unrealistic schedules and last-minute cancellations. The industry says it's down to the government to change those requirements. There's no sign that's going to happen anytime soon. So where do we go from here? Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. The chief executive of Heathrow Airport, John Holland Kay, thinks it will take 12 to 18 months for the aviation sector to fully recover capacity. Others are similarly pessimistic. Here's Mike Clancy from Prospect Union, which represents staff in the industry. No one wants to be a harbinger of doom, but it's difficult to believe when we've experienced it in April, we're experiencing it in May, that you're not going to experience it. ...across June and July and August, when the volumes are set to increase even further. And there could be more problems to come. Strikes. British Airways workers have been calling for the company... ...to reverse a 10% pay cut that was introduced during the pandemic. If they strike, they could walk out during the peak summer travel period. And last week, hundreds of Heathrow staff began voting on industrial action. It looks like the turbulence for the travel industry and passengers is set to continue for a while yet. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Today's story was written by Patricia Clark and mixed by Imi Harper. The Sensemaker.